Welcome to Ecology and Existentialism. My name is Mason. This podcast I just wanted to quickly record between Christmas and the New Year uh, and take time to reflect on the things that I've learned as well as what I want to learn or try to accomplish in 2019. And I think this is a really good practice to just take an inventory of everything that you've grown in and realize or try to acknowledge whether or not you have been growing and if you need to be. Because as you've heard me say before, I think as soon as we stop learning, we start dying. And I think that's why a lot of old people, other than mental illnesses, um, just sort of deteriorate uh, in old age. But by continuing learning, I think we're able to just keep our minds young. So for myself, I keep just rough notes of all the main events that have taken place in the year. Um, Books I've read, places I've traveled, interesting experiences I've had, and uh, just try to keep them all together to see how really productive a year was and what I need to change in the new year if I've been wasting a whole lot of time doing other things, um, playing video games or hanging out with people and not really doing anything productive. Um, It's just a really good way for me to like reorient things towards being, I guess, a better person as uh, cliche as that sounds (laughs) so for 2018 i have a few things here not as many as 2017 or 2016 but um it was a year of transition i think so 2018 i studied permaculture i learned a lot about it i did quite a few online courses relating to different practices different techniques different planting um strategies i guess for when it comes to starting a garden and that's the next thing on the list is i started my first garden and so that included going out and getting the topsoil making sure i was planting the right plants next to one another and and then tending to it all throughout the summer and that was just a really great hands-on experience because without that i wouldn't have uh really felt like i did much (laughs) And sort of relating to gardening, I also spent the entire winter learning about beekeeping, especially treatment-free beekeeping, and sort of if or how the best method of caring for bees would look like. And fortunately, I have a friend who also practices treatment-free beekeeping, and so he was the one that really put me on track there. Um, And... Yeah, so I started beekeeping, and that was another huge learning experience. All really, again, becoming more aware of um, nature and the natural progression of spring to summer to autumn. Uh, it was just, yeah, overall a great time to, to learn and um, really see how to care for myself if um, if the conventional grocery stores were to cease existing of course i'm not fully proficient in it having only done all these things only one summer but uh i thought it was a great start and i'm already looking forward to it this coming spring when everything starts to melt and you start thinking okay what am i going to plant how much do i want to plant am i able to plant more than last year and how can i better um, improve on what i had already done and so in this list, like I mentioned before, I also include books I've read. Um, and and I might not have all the books that I've read, um, but ones that really stood out to me and ones that 
um, really sort of changed my perspective on some fundamental beliefs I've had. And so the first one on that list that anyone who's read it, anyone who's heard of it, um, will know how sort of earth shattering it is. It's called The Irresistible Revolution by Shane Claiborne. And that book will just make you feel like you need to be doing so much more in your life um, that in, in regards to helping people and caring for people and, and genuinely putting your, your head knowledge and your, your convictions that are happening cognitively to the ground and actually going out and wanting to serve people in, in situations that you would never imagine yourself being in. Uh, and so in a small town, I've been really thinking, how can I do that for the people around me? How can I help those who may be neglected, who may be um, ignored by the general society? And uh, again, this is a continuing process of learning and trying to grow. And um, it's a slow process. When anything good is happening or you're working towards anything good, it, it always seems to be a really slow process it, and it doesn't come easy. Um, and then the next book I read was Our Only World by Wendell Berry. And you've heard uh, from this podcast a few quotes and paragraphs from that book. And uh, yeah, anything from Wendell Berry is just always really enjoyable. Uh, and then lastly on the list is The Bible Tells Me So by Peter Enns. Um, this one really challenged the way I think about the Bible. Not really challenged, but sort of just, it was like a pat on the back of, okay, it's going to be okay. You don't need to worry about having not read the Bible for who knows how long. Reading it should allow you to fall into the mystery and the the history and the the richness that is in the text that we so easily ignore from our modern uh, literal perspective of things. It it's much deeper and more significant than that. And one that I forgot to put on my list was Gift Ecology by Peter Denton. That was another book that just made me rethink how we see um, economy and how to try to transition things to a giving gift economy rather than um, taking and receiving and always extracting from, but giving into the ecology around us really allows for healthier growth and longevity in a place. Uh, and then so moving on from the books, those are the, the main books that I, I read and that really stood out to me. I'm currently working on one that's been taking me quite a while. I also st helped start um, a group in town uh, for young adults. Um, on Sundays, people can come together and we can play board games or we can go and try to serve the community whether that's going out and serving food or yeah, just hanging out and um, making a comfortable space for people my age to hang out and get to know one another and make a common space for people my age to hang out and just get to know each other and not really have to worry about that awkward um, I guess stage of making friends because once you come together more and more, you just slowly become to get to know people better and it's not fast and it doesn't happen as quick as let's say when you're in high school or in college because for those things you're together every single day um so when you're out of that scene it's it's a little bit harder to make friends and get to know people and i think this is a really good um, environment for people to feel comfortable to come out and 
share experiences with one another. Uh, another thing that I did in 2018 was start this podcast, Ecology and Existentialism. Um, it's really evolved since I first started or first had the idea. And I had three other ideas prior to starting this one. Um, I'm happy with how it's going so far. Who knows if it'll transition to something else or I'll um, maybe change topics or titles or or what. Um the listenership just keeps growing and I'm always so thankful and surprised by that because <laughs> when you think, oh, I'm going to start a podcast, you think, oh, maybe 12 people are going to listen to it. Maybe, maybe five, who knows who's, who's going to take the time to listen to what I have to say. Um, and so this podcast has been really a great way for me to communicate. Not only am I able to communicate through my photography or my blog, but um, with a podcast, it just really forces me to exercise my speaking abilities uh, and in a way that allows me to present and communicate ideas and thoughts more efficiently when I'm having conversations uh, just day to day. And now to the experiences that I've had. Uh, I canoed to Spirit Island in Jasper, Alberta, and that was probably one of the coolest times I've had of being in the mountains and canoeing and pitch black. Um, you can go to my blog and read all about that. There's a three-part series sort of outlining and sharing the story of what happened during that trip. And uh, and then other things that I've done would be I took photos at a wedding or took a video for a wedding in Mexico. That was the first destination wedding I've done with my friend Paul. And that was an amazing experience as always whenever I do anything with Paul. <laughs> And then I also took photos at my cousin's wedding in Banff. And so that was the first mountain wedding I've shot. And again, a great experience. And so this is just a quick outline of everything I've done in 2018. Um, I'd love to hear some of the stuff you guys have done this past year. And, and now I want to share with you just some ideas that you might be able to incorporate into your year of 2019 in order to just continue growing and learning more about yourself as well as the world around us. Um, yeah, so this list was just my personal list, but hopefully it can give you some inspiration. And so the first thing I want to accomplish in 2019 is finish the book Living with Other Creatures by Richard Bauckham. And <laughs> this book is much more dense than what I've previously previously been reading. Uh, not to say that Wendell Berry and Peter Denton and that aren't, um, chock full of great stories and information and um, really um, applicable takeaways. But um, much like Food and Faith by Norman Wurzba, this book just seems so dense with information and just like specific points of, um, like the subtitle says, green exegesis and theology. And, and really enjoyable. It's just taking me longer than I had previously expected on spending on the book because I just like finished three books really quickly um, before this one. And, uh, and then these aren't in any sort of order, but the next thing on the list is learn more about Ireland and the UK um, just because we're traveling there. So that'll be something that'll be on the experience part of my 2019 list. Um, and so, yeah, learning about the history, learning about the religion and faith of the people there and how the culture has evolved and how, both have influenced one another. I think it's just going to be really fascinating and I can't wait to learn more about that. 
And um, and then pertaining to moving or living, uh, just figuring out where to live or to move or even if we should move. That's been something that um, my wife and I have been really pondering and um, just wondering what to do in this situation because uh, we both sort of feel torn in different directions and how will the move or how will not moving influence our long-term lives. And um, I'm always trying to think of the long-term plans and and how will making these changes in our life, these huge changes in our life, really influence our long-term vision or our long-term goals? Um, and is it okay to put those long-term goals on hold for a little while to go experience something else, even if it may be um, not as goal-oriented as what the original plans might be. Um, But then again, you learn a lot when you're sort of on tangents and uh, maybe not directly aimed at your final destination. And going off having a long-term goal uh, and really looking into the future and having a vision, I want to have more important conversations with people about, uh, one, the planet and our impact on the ecology around us. I don't think that enough people are even wanting to talk about it. There's this huge, I don't know, pushback against anything relating, any, whenever anything challenges someone's livelihood or someone's diet or someone's life choices, um, there seems to be a lot of <laughs> animosity <laughs> in response. Um, and it's rare to find a well-balanced conversation where people, both sides, are willing to accept and make changes to their life. Um, so I hope to find more of those conversations. And if you want to have those conversations, feel free to reach out to me. Um, but yeah, just with my friends and family and those around me, I am hoping to, uh, insert more of those ideas and thoughts into people's minds. (laughs) Uh, and again, with having a, again, with having a ecological impact, I want to have a larger garden and By having a larger garden, I hope to give the excess to families who need fresh produce. There's a food bank in town that my grandparents help out with um, so frequently. Like they're there multiple days a week and they're pretty much in charge of the organizing the food and bringing the food from the grocery stores to the food bank and uh, just making sure that it's all in place and ready for the people who need it. And so through that contact, I want to be able to have the ability to make contact with the people who may not always be able to afford fresh produce or fresh vegetables um, and yeah, give them that nutrients that their bodies might be lacking. And going off the farming thing, or not the farming, sorry, the gardening, I want to increase my beehives to three. Right now I just have one and so my goal for the end of the summer, which might be pretty ambitious, is to increase them to three by splitting and growing and um, hopefully they make it through the winter fingers crossed they seem to be doing pretty good um, during this past week when I went and checked on them but I mean how much can you tell when they're fully insulated and wrapped up all nice and warm hopefully (laughs) Um, and next I want to get rid of more excess in my life there's lots of stuff that I don't really um, need or that I'm realizing, oh, it's just sitting there. I may not be using it and in my mind, it might be out of my life, but in reality, it's still there and it's still occupying space that, um, could be just 
empty or it could be someone else could be experiencing that item more than I am. Uh, like, do I need two, three film cameras? Probably not. Um, the hard thing with that is that they are gifts and uh, they might have sentimental value to other people. And by getting rid of them, they might be like, oh, where did you put this? Or, and I mean, that pertains not only to film cameras, but other things in my life. And I think I just have to come to terms with, well, it was a gift. I'm going to get rid of it now. <laughs> it served me well, and I hope it serves someone else even better. And again, I want to learn more about sustainable landscaping, um, maybe moving towards that as a career option. How can I incorporate like horticulture, landscaping, um, sustainability, all of that stuff into maybe a business idea or even work with people who are already in that industry. And then another one that I've done before and I just want to incorporate now, get a little bit healthier, is uh, not to eat chips, chocolate, candy, or pop. I started this when I was in high school and gave up one each year. And then uh, for a year or two, I gave up all of them and hardly ate any processed sugar or um, processed food for that matter. And, uh, and then next on a totally different note um, is create 12 images that I genuinely like. I feel like this past year I didn't get out to shoot enough and it's something that really affects and helps with my mental health. And so, um, yeah, setting that goal for 12 landscape or nature images that I'm just genuinely proud of is, I don't think too ambitious. That's just one a month. And, um, yeah, I have to make that a goal because without it, um, I'm worried that I'll just fade away into, <laughs> just apathy when it comes to when it comes to working hard for photos and another thing i want to do more of is go mushroom hunting and learn more about mushrooms and mycology and that whole field of science uh next uh give more to people whether that's generally to organizations or if that's to specific people in my life i want to be able to give more of myself to them as well as monetarily and lastly, spend less time on social media. I don't spend a whole lot of time on social media as it is. Um, some could say, oh, I need to spend more in order to promote um, this podcast, my blog, and my photography. And sure, they're probably right. But in reality, um, I think if we're doing enough good for those around us or trying to do enough good for the world, it's going to let itself be known. It's not going to be able to be hidden under a rock it's, the light will hopefully light up the darkness as that old saying goes <laughs> and uh yeah so that's really about all i have for my goals and what i hope to accomplish in 2019 and as always thanks for listening if you enjoyed the show it would help if you left a five-star review on apple podcasts also if you want to get a hold of me and maybe push back on some of my ideas or even yeah like I mentioned before share your ideas and plans with me for 2019 email me at ecology and exist at gmail.com have a splendid rest of the year and I look forward to creating more shows in 2019 peace